He's true. He's holy and just and righteous. Just one touch from the king changes everything. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Jesus, for your faithfulness, Lord. Thank you for your grace and your mercy, your peace, your joy, Lord, your strength. Hallelujah. All right, tonight, we're going to go back into uh, 2 Timothy. 2 Timothy, the second chapter. Now, now we stopped at verse 18. Tonight, we're going to pick up verse 19. 2 Timothy 2.19 is what we're going to do tonight. Start with 2 Timothy 2.19. Huh? <laughs> Sir? Second Timothy 2.19. Uh-huh. You got it, my brother? Huh? Yeah, second Timothy two nineteen. Nevertheless the foundation of God standeth sure. Uh-huh. Having this seal, the Lord knoweth them that are his, mm-hmm. let every one that nameth the name of Christ depart from iniquity. Let's pray. Father, thank you for the word of God. For thy word is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path, Lord. Help us tonight to look to thee and to obey your voice, to keep our minds stayed upon you. Lord, bless tonight, God. Speak through these lips of clay. Give me utterance, God. Let me speak the truth, only the truth, God. Thank you for victory, Lord. Thank you for peace. Thank you for all things. Bless each one that's here. Meet our needs in every way in Jesus' name. For the glory of God. Amen. Amen. Now, the Apostle Paul, uh, we talked about this last week. Apostle Paul wrote 13 of the 27 books of the New Testament. And three of those books was, was uh, pastoral books. First and Second Timothy and Titus. Did you get it, my brother? Oh, I'm sorry. Did I make a mistake? No. Oh, I'm sorry. Right. Hallelujah. God, God is so good, isn't he? He's so faithful and true. So, so Paul was really concerned about the conditions. Uh, Timothy, he left Timothy in, in Ephesus. That's where Timothy was, preaching the word of God, preaching the gospel. And, and it was, uh, wasn't easy. Timothy was a young man. But Paul wrote to him and, and gave him some instructions on how to, to take care of the local church. Take care of the church. To, it's what to do. Now, verse 19, 2 Timothy 2. Nevertheless, the foundation of God standeth sure. Having the seal. Now, the seal, that's, it, it, it denotes ownership or authenticity. Nevertheless, despite of all the, the, the dangers of apostasy, despite of the, 
deflection of the influential leaders, and, and, and it's happening today, despite of their leading many souls astray, regardless of how much injury the church has suffered, nevertheless God's foundation is true. It remains true and strong. Sure, first, look at First Timothy 3, 3, 5, 3, 15. First Timothy 3, 15. First Timothy three fifteen. But if I tarry long, that thou mayest know how thou oughtest behave thyself in the house of God, uh-huh. which is the church of the living God, the pillar and ground of the truth. Amen. Hallelujah. See Paul instructing Timothy, if I if I tarry long. Uh, want, them to, want them to know how to behave themselves, conduct themselves in the house of God. Isn't that right? Because the word, the word of God says, uh, keep thy feet. When you go into the house of God, keep your feet. Be more ready to hear. Isn't that right? So, so when, when we come to God's house, God wants us to, to have an open heart, open ears, open mind. Be ready to hear. What, what he's saying to the church. God's speaking to the church, isn't it? Better believe he is. And, 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 but we have to have spiritual ears to hear what he's saying. Amen? The church cannot be overcome by the forces of hell. Matthew 16, 18. Hallelujah. The church, the body of Christ. Matthew 16, 18. Listen to what Jesus said. When Jesus came into the coast of Sister Philippi, he asked his disciples a question, didn't he? Read, read that verse. Uh-huh. And I say also unto thee, that thou art Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church. Upon this rock I will build my church. And the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. The gates of hell shall not overcome it. It can't subdue and hold it down. Now the gates of hell is going to fight against the church. Isn't that right? Hallelujah. It's going to lose. That's right. Hallelujah. The gates of hell. Satan and all his minions cannot, cannot defeat the church. The church, church is what? The body of Christ. We're members in his body. Members in particular. The true church. Amen. Amen, the true church. Hallelujah. Oh, God, I thank you tonight for your, your, your word. For your word is, is forever settled in heaven. Amen. The church is made up of those who belong to Jesus Christ. Now, when Paul wrote this, Paul, Paul wasn't in a, he, he was in prison when he wrote this. This is one of Paul's prison epistles. When Paul wrote this, he, he, he was in prison. Uh, and, uh, and the apostle suffered outrageous injustice of a criminal, uh, in a criminal uh, dungeon. Listen to this now. When the church could have been, see, Paul wanted to be out adding, preaching the gospel and, and causing souls to be added to the church. But listen to that. Listen to this. There was a madman, a mad emperor, by the name of Nero, 
Nero tortured and murdered Christians of all, all for the sake of entertainment. He was a crazy man. Some people don't, some people are crazy. Isn't that right? I mean, they, they, they're just mad. They're crazy. I mean, and, and, uh, and someone, when they get authority, he had authority and, and he did a lot of evil to God's people. Did for entertainment to carry uh, favor with, with, with his countrymen. But nevertheless, the foundation of God standing still having this seal. And the seal is the authenticity. All right. The seal on the foundation of the truth bears two inscriptions. These two statements chiseled into the foundation of the church speaks of the issue of identity. Identity. The Lord knoweth them that are his, doesn't it? That, doesn't he know them that are his? Look at John 10, 14. He knows them that are his. God, God, and see, we're his sheep, the sheep of his pastor, and he called us by name, doesn't he? He knows us by name. Hallelujah. What does it say? I am the good shepherd. Amen. I am the good shepherd. And know my sheep. Hallelujah. He's what? I know my sheep. Hallelujah. He knows his sheep, doesn't he? We're his sheep, the sheep of his pastor, and he knows everyone. Read, brother. And I'm known of mine. I know my sheep and my sheep know me what he's saying. Isn't that right? We know the Lord, don't we? We know, we know who he is. We don't know just, know just don't know about him, but we know who he is. Amen? That's what the word of God tells us. Hallelujah. You shall seek me and find me. When you shall search for me with all your heart, you'll know who I am. Not just know about me. A lot of Christians just know about the Lord. They don't really know him intimately. The Apostle Paul said that I may know him. Did Paul know, know the Lord? Yes, he knew him, didn't he? But he wanted to know him in a, in a more intimate way. That I may know him and the power of his resurrection, the fellowship of his suffering, being made conformable of what? Unto his death. Amen. Paul had laid his life on the line, hadn't he? Amen. For the gospel's sake. He wasn't, that's why Paul was able to say, I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. Amen. For there's the power of God unto salvation. Unto everyone that believes, what? Unto the Jew first, and also to the Greek. Amen. He, ca he came unto his own, and they, they rejected him. Hallelujah. But he continued to do the will of his Father. And that didn't offset Jesus. That, that didn't, that, that Jesus' heart was broken. Jesus, he wept, didn't he? He wept over Jerusalem. Oh, Jerusalem, Jerusalem. That that stoneth the prophets. He said, how oft would I have gathered you under my wings as, like a hen gathered her, her, her chicks under her wings. I, would have called, I was calling you unto myself. But you would not. You, you, wouldn't, you wouldn't accept what I told you. You wouldn't obey me. Hallelujah. It's a sad situation it was. And it is. A lot, a lot of the Jewish people still looking for a Messiah to come. Isn't that right? Pray for my sister. She... Turn back to Judaism. Turn back, and and she 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 knew she knew the Lord, and and really was a witness for him. But she turned back. To, now she's in Jerusalem. Pray for her. Like God, I I hope that she can fix it. Where we could go over there, you know, maybe she can get us a a ticket. Well, we don't have to pay a lot of money because it costs a lot to go to Jerusalem, doesn't it? 
It does. But we, that's one of our aims is to go to Jerusalem. Amen. So pray that, that God's perfect will be done about that. God can do all things, can't he? I mean, Amen. God can just turn things around for us. Yeah. If we believe him and live right before him, he can just turn things around. But we got to believe him and trust him and lift him up. Hallelujah. What does that song say? If you're in the battle for the Lord and right, keep on the firing line. If you win, my brother, surely you must fight. Keep on the firing line. <laughs> there are many dangers everyone must face. If you die fighting, there is no disgrace. A coward and hallelujah in the service can find no place. But just keep over the fire line. That's why God wants us to do that. Stay on that fire line. And, and, and when, listen, when you are a Christian, a real Christian, you're on that fire line. Isn't that right? God wants us to stay there. Stay strong. Be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand. Against the wiles of the devil. We wrestle not against flesh and blood. But we, sometimes we think we are, don't we? Sometimes we think we but we don't wrestle against flesh and blood. But against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world. Against spiritual wickedness in high places. Isn't that right? Hallelujah. That's what we're fighting against. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. God is faithful. What does the word of God say here? Did you read that? You read that verse, didn't you? All right. Now, look at Romans 8.29. Isn't God good? Amen. Romans 8.29, what does it say? For whom he did foreknow. He predestinated us, uh-huh. To be conformed to the image of his son. To be conformed to the image of his son. That, 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 that's what the Lord wants us to be. He wants us to be conformed to the image of Jesus, all right? That he might be the firstborn among many brethren. He might be, he, and he was the firstborn among many brethren. He's the firstborn. Amen. And he raised, he, he, was, he was raised from the dead. Amen. The third day, as he said he would. Hallelujah. Jesus said, destroy this temple. And in three days, I, I raise it up again. And the corner mind, the people say, oh, uh oh, we got him now. Forty-six years was this temple in building. Talking about that natural thing out there, your natural temple. <laughs> Hallelujah. That was Herod's temple. But he was talking about the temple of his body. He's talking about his body. Destroy this temple. And in three days, I'm going to raise it up. And he did that, didn't he? He raised in three days. He rose from the dead. And when they went to the tomb looking for him, he, he had gone. Angels was there and said, why seek you the living among the dead? I know who you're looking for. He's not here, for he has risen as he said he would. Isn't that right? Thank God. He rose from the dead. Praise God. He lived and we live because he lived. Isn't that right? Thank God. And Pastor Venner preached a great message. He always preached a great message. But he preached, he preached this morning, amen, about Christ, the Lord Jesus Christ, amen. Hallelujah. 
and, and uh, this is, you know, Palm Sunday. And next Sunday is going to be Easter. Thank God he rose. Hallelujah, he rose. And we, we that know him know he rose, don't we? Well, we're not guessing about it. We know of a surety that he rose. He lived within us, doesn't he? Hallelujah. He lived within you and me. Oh, glory be to God. All right. Let, let, let's look at 1 Corinthians 8.3. 1 Corinthians 8.3. 1 Corinthians 8.3. <laughs> Amen. And so do I. I got, I, got, I got one. Somebody gave me one. But I haven't got to that hooked up yet. Yes, yeah. <laughs> oh my God, help me, Lord. I'm going to get hooked up, my brother. <laughs> Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise God, my all blessings flow. What does it say? But if any man love God, but if any man love God, the same is known of him. The same is known of him. Amen. If we love God, the same is known of him. We know him, and he knows us. We're children in that right. The true church consists of those who belong to the Lord Jesus Christ, elect, elect, amen. Look at Matthew 24, 31. 24, 31. What does it say? Uh huh. And they shall gather together his elect. Going to gather together his elect. From the four winds. My, my, my. It's coming. It's going to happen. Amen, this is going to happen. Yes. We, we've got hope tonight. Yes. Yes. Amen. We've got hope. Amen. Because we, we, as Pastor Ben of Quote that scripture this morning, um, hallelujah. <laughs> hope, hope make it not a shame. I'll try to think of the other verses that went with that. Um, Tribulation worketh patience. And patience experience, thank you. And experience hope. And hope make it not a shame because the love of God is shed abroad now. Isn't that right? Praise God. Thanks a lot. See, I need help at times. <laughs> and I thank God for, for the help. Amen. You have to help me preach sometime. But God is so good, isn't it? God is so good. It's gonna happen. God's gonna He's coming to get his people. So, so, so we don't have to fret. God don't want us to fret. Don't want us to be offset or overthrown or tricked by nothing. Be not deceived. The Bible said God is not mocked. Isn't that right? All right. Let's look at this a few more verses and then we're going to go on. Let, let's look at uh, Colossians 3.12. Hallelujah. Put on therefore as the elect of God, uh -huh. holy and beloved, vows of mercies, kindness, humbleness of mind, meekness, longsuffering. And see, that's, that, that's what God is calling his children to do. Isn't that right? To be, read that slow. Put on therefore as the elect of God, 
God. Put on therefore as elect of God. We are God's elected. We are God's children. All right. Holy and beloved. Holy and beloved. Bowels of mercy. Merciful. Bowels of mercy, merciful. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. Amen. Kindness, be ye kind one to another, forgiving one another, as God for Christ's sake hath forgiven you. Isn't that right? God wants us to be kind, doesn't, doesn't he? Yeah. He does. Amen. And, and, and you know, let me say this. Uh, I, have to, <laughs> I have trouble with my knees, you know. And, and uh, when, when you're having pain, it's not easy to be. Kind of times. I mean, you know what I'm talking about. It's best sometimes just keep your mouth shut if you can't say that kind or gentle. You know what I mean? Hallelujah. God's good. But this is what God is calling for. And if we, if we trust him, he'll help us. Read. Humbleness of mind. Humbleness of mind. God wants to be humble in spirit. Isn't that right? Because Jesus humbled himself and became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. Wherefore, what God highly exalted him... And giving him a name which is above every name. That the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow, every tongue shall confess. That Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. All right, read this a little bit more. Meekness. Meekness. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Isn't that right? Amen. All right. Long-suffering. Long-suffering. Now that's the one that <laughs> we try to get away from, don't we? Yeah. But we got to suffer long-suffering. The Bible says long-suffering. Amen. If we humble ourselves, God will help us to go through and take us through. He'll never leave us nor forsake us. He know how long to let us suffer. He know how to bring he know how to take us through the fire. Isn't that right? He know how. He know how. And he does his children, his people. He take us through the fire. All right. Let's see. I think I got one more, I believe, that, that we want to look at and then we're gonna go on. Uh yeah, second Timothy two ten. Salvation, which is in Christ Jesus, with eternal glory. Thank God. Isn't that, isn't that wonderful? That's, that's wonderful. That's wonderful. So those who have repented of their sins and believe Jesus Christ, believe in Jesus Christ by placing their trust in him as their sole hope of salvation. That's, and then you can go to John 3, 16. I got other scriptures you can get. All right. The foundation... Stand as you're having this seal. And it's, like I said, the seal is a mark of, of ownership or authenticity. Hallelujah. It's, so, glory be to God. Hallelujah. God wants us to be faithful. God's purpose for his faithful followers cannot be thwarted or foiled or uh, defeated. God's solid foundation, i.e. the church, cannot be destroyed on on this foundation, truth or two truths are inscribed, referring to those listen to that, referring to those who belong to Christ's church. God unerringly knows those who remain true to his original gospel. It's only one true gospel. Amen. Isn't that right? It's only one true gospel, isn't that right? What did Apostle Paul say to the to the Galatians? I'm awful. That you are so soon removed from him that called you into the grace of Christ 
unto another gospel, which is not another. But there be some that trouble you and would pervert the gospel of Christ. But though we are an angel from heaven, preach unto you any other gospel, which we have preached unto you, let him be accursed. Amen. Come on. Angels come from heaven and don't bring this gospel. Don't receive him. Don't accept him. Isn't that right? Thank God. Let him be accursed. Because it's only one true gospel. That's the gospel of Jesus Christ. Amen. And the Apostle Paul said he wasn't ashamed of that gospel. And we better not be ashamed of it. Isn't that right? If we're going to please God, we can't be ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. The gospel is the good news of the kingdom. Good news. I have good news to bring. Thank God. You know that song? It's a song that goes like that. You know, that's all right. Y'all know me with songs. I mean, sometimes I, I, I'm sort of surprised I, I remembered that one about. <laughs> Praise God. Keep up the fire line. Yes. Glory be to God. Oh, he's good, saints. God's so good. We're in the body of Christ. We're in the church with sons and daughters of Christ. And let's keep on the fine line. Let, let's, let, let, let's hold on to God's unchanging hand. All right. Number one, I say God's unerringly knowing, knows those who remain true to his original gospel and those who compromise its truths. And you can write this down, Genesis 18, 19, Exodus 33, 12, and verse 12 and verse 17. Numbers, number 16, 5. All right. Those who really belong to God turn away from wickedness and false teachings. Isn't that right? Amen. Turn away from we we, we walk we, we we're walking with the king. Isn't that right? We're walking with the king. The king is good. He's faithful and true and honest and just. Amen. All right. So let's be faithful in the body of Christ, in the church. Amen. Let's walk worthy daily. All right. We're going to go to verse 20. Let's go to verse 20. Yes, sir. Yes, sir, my brother. Yes, sir. Second Timothy uh, 2, verse 20. But in a great house there are not only vessels of gold and of silver, but also of wood and of earth, and some to honor and some to dishonor. Amen. Now, now in these verses, uh, a believer is pictured as a vessel. Now, in, in Acts, in Acts, 9.15, Paul, uh, uh, the Lord referred to Paul as a vessel of honor, didn't he? Didn't he? Chosen vessel. This is my chosen vessel, he said. My chosen vessel. 2 Timothy 4.7, we, we have this treasure in earthen vessels. So we refer to it as vessels at times, all right? 1 Peter 3.7, honor to the wife as the weaker vessel. All right. In these verses, refer, the believer is referred to or uh, pictured as a vessel. This was used, listen to this now, to describe various tools, utensils, and furniture found in the home. In this great house analogy, Paul contrasts two kinds of utensils or serving dishes. Some for honor, 
and a wealthy home, the ones made the ones made of precious gold and silver were used for honorable purposes such as serving food to the family and to the guests. All right? Then there was some to dishonor. Some to dishonor. Uh, whosoever wants... Now listen to this. Let's read that verse again. Some to honor and some to dishonor. But in a great house there are not only vessels of gold and of silver, but of also wood and of earth. Uh-huh. Yes, all right. Now, the honorable ones, this is what they use them for. Now, whosoever wants to be a useful vessel for the Lord, noble purposes, even a common uh, vessel like clay pot can become useful, listen, when purged and made holy. It means to thoroughly cleanse out or to completely purge. And God does that to, to the ones that humble themselves and turn to him by faith. For any wastebasket in the house to be used for a noble purpose, it would have to have be vigorously scored, cleansed, and purged of all form of filth. See, God used a clean vessel. Isn't that right? He used clean vessels. God, God don't use a, a vessel that's unclean. He don't use a vessel that's dirty, but he used clean vessels. Amen? The vessel of dishonor associated with anyone who teaches error and live in sin. Amen? Those are dishonorable vessels that, 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 that teach error and live in sin. Are they dishonorable vessels? Yes, they are. Hallelujah. Is it corrupting? All right. Let's look at a few verses here. Let me read that again. The vessel of dishonor associated with, with, with anyone who teaches error or lives in sin is corrupting. If they do that, they're corrupting. Look at Proverbs 110. It said 110 through 19. Won't you, won't you write that one down? And then we can read that later. But look at Proverbs 13, 20. Uh-huh. But companion of fools shall be destroyed. Hear that? If you walk with wise men, you'll be wise, but a companion of fools shall be destroyed. Alright? That's people that's walking ungodly, alright? First Corinthians five, six, and eleven. Five the fifth chapter uh, verse six and verse eleven. First Corinthians five, six and eleven. What does it say? Uh-huh. Now, verse 11. But now I have written unto you not to keep company. If any man that is called a brother be a fornicator... Stop, stop, stop. See, Paul, see Paul he laid it on the line, didn't he? He didn't miss words. Paul said, if, I've written unto you if any man be a fornicator, all right. It's supposed to be a brother or sister now. Uh-huh. Or covetous. Or covetous. Or an idolater. Or a railer. Or a railer. Or a drunkard. 
Oh, he 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 laid on the line. Or uh, a drunkard. Or an extortioner. Or an extortioner. one. one. No, not, not to eat. In other words, you just you're not supposed. To be, don't keep communication with them. Don't just get try to get in there and be with them, thinking you know. You know they're walking in sin. If you witness to them and if they don't turn and obey God, you're not supposed to be associating with them. Isn't that right? You, you, you tell them the truth and you pray for them. See? All right. <laughs> Glory. Tell them the truth and pray for them. You can't, you can't make people get saved. Turn. You can, you can tell them, live, live a life, live the holy life yourself, and then you can witness. You can be a witness if you live right. You can really be a witness. All right, let, let's see. Let, let's look at uh, Titus 1.16. What's up? <laughs> Hallelujah. That is what 16, what's it say? They profess that they know God. All right, go up a verse higher. Unto the pure, all things are pure. Listen to this, y'all. Unto the pure, all things are pure. But unto them that are defiled. But unto them that are defiled, that's, that don't know, that's out of the way, that's living ungodly, unto them that are defiled. And unbelieving. And unbelieving. Nothing's pure. Listen at that verse. Nothing's pure to those kind of people. All right, read. Even their mind and conscience is defiled. Even their mind and conscience is defiled. See, we, we, we live we living in, in the last days, the last of the last days. And a lot of this is going on. A lot of this is happening right today. But God's faithful, isn't it? Amen. God's faithful. God's true people are going to stand for truth, going to live holy and pure, lift the standard of truth. And be a witness for the Lord. All right? They profess that they know God. Listen to this now. They profess that they know God. But in works they deny Him. And that, you see what it said? In works they deny Him. If you're going to be a Christian, you, your works have got to co- correspond. Isn't that right? Amen. They profess, they, they say, oh, I know God. And walking in sin, just doing all kind of mess that's not of God. They don't know the Lord. And when, you, and when you tell them you don't know the Lord, they say, you're judging me. Well, well am I judging you? The word of God's judging you, huh? <laughs> there you go. Amen. God is so good. Amen. And the Apostle Paul was a man that, had let, that he, he, he didn't mince words. All right. Did you finish that? They profess they know him. Now I said, I know, uh-huh. In works they deny him, being abominable, being abominable and disobedient, my, 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 reprobate. Isn't that something? Amen. Hallelujah. This is the word of God. Amen. 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 So nobody's going nobody to have a excuse when they stand before the Lord. Isn't that right? Nobody's going to have an excuse. Amen. When you hear the word of God, either you receive it and obey it or you reject it. If you receive and obey you can be, you become a Christian. Isn't that right? If you reject it, you're a sinner. Isn't that right? Amen. Amen. Where, where are sinners going? Hell. They're going to hell. Isn't that right? N- not that the Lord wants that to happen, but that's what... Amen. What did Jesus say? Enter ye in at the straight gate is two ways. For wide is the gate and broad is the way that leadeth unto destruction. 
what? And many there be which go in there. Because straight is the gate and narrow is the way which leads unto life. And few there be that find it. Hallelujah. This is the word of God. This is what Jesus taught. We've got to teach the, what Jesus taught. Isn't that right? If we're going to please him. And we've got to live like he said live. He gave he, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Jesus said, he that followed me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of life. Isn't that right? Walking in the light. If we walk in the light as he is in the light, what? We have fellowship one with another. And the blood of Jesus Christ, it sounds what? Cleanses us from all sin. Hallelujah. God's word is is forever settled in heaven. What God said, he meant what he said, and he said what he meant. Isn't that right? We can depend on what the word of God said. Because God is faithful. And he's coming soon. But he's coming after a church that's ready to meet him. He's coming after people that know him. He's coming after people that's looking for him. A pure church. Thank God the body of Christ. The foundation of God standeth sure. Having this seal. The Lord knows them that are his. We can't fool God. Isn't that right? Some people think they can fool God. They're foolish when they think that kind of stuff. Amen. But God's faithful. God loves us, doesn't he? And, and he wants us to live holy and pure. He wants us to obey his voice. He wants us to keep our minds stayed upon him. That he keep us in perfect peace. All right, listen to this now. Talking about these ungodly people. All the more so when they are leaders in the church. This is clearly a call to separate from all who claim to serve God. But do claim to serve God. But do so as filthy instruments useful only for the most dishonorable duties. Walking in sin. A lot of them are walking in sin and say, and say they know God. But they don't know him. The Bible says in works they deny him. Isn't that right? In work, they say they know, but in works they deny him. Why? Thank God they don't, live, they don't live holy and pure. God's calling for a church without spot or wrinkle or any such thing. He's calling for a church. He said, upon this rock I will build my church and the gates of hell. They're not, it's not going to overcome it. It cannot overcome, cannot subdue and hold it down. Although we're going to have fight. We're going we're to fight the enemy. What's the word of God said? Fight the good fight of faith. And do what? Lay hold on eternal life. We got to fight. This is, this is a, hallelujah, this is a fight. Thank God. Each day. So let, let's pray, saints of God, that God will, will use us. That he have his way in our lives. That we'll be stirred up and fired up and, 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 highly, and ready to go up. Ready to meet him. This is not our home. Where's our home? Where's our home? Isn't that right? Jesus, I go and prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, what? I will come again and receive you unto myself. And where I am there, you may be also. And whether I go, ye know, and the way ye know. Hallelujah. We know, we know he's in heaven. We know he's at the right hand of the Father. Making intercession for us. Before Jesus ascended back to heaven, he led him out as far as Bethany. Lifted up his hands and blessed them. And it came to pass while he blessed them, he was taken up. 
he just started rising up, going up. And they were standing there looking at him. And two men stood by in white apparel. Said, we, ye men of Galilee, why stand ye gazing up into heaven? Why are you gazing up there? <laughs> because they said, because our Savior's leaving us. That's why we're gazing up there. Why stand ye gazing up into heaven? For this same Jesus which is taken up from you shall so come in like manner as you have seen him go into heaven. Thank God. He's in heaven making intercessions for us. And saints of God, let, let's live each day to the extent that we please him. Amen. We want to please the Lord, don't we? Amen. We want to please the Lord. Hallelujah. We don't want to walk after the flesh. If they live after the flesh shall die. But thank God, he that mortified, we got to mortify the, the, our members, deeds of our, we got to mortify them, put them to death. Thank Amen. God that we'll be able to follow the Lord closely. Got a couple more scriptures on, I'm going to read before we go. Uh, Psalms 119, verse 114. Yeah, read that verse, and I got one more verse. A couple more verses. Do we believe this? Psalms 119, verse 114. What does it say? Thou art my hiding place. Thou art my hiding place. And my shield. And Lord, you're my shield. I hope thy word. <laughs> Hallelujah. I hope in thy word. Now the other verses. Couple of verses, Psalm sixty-three, verses three and four. Psalm sixty-three, verses three and four. Those two verses. What did, what, did, what did it say? Because thy loving kindness is better than life. What? Because thy loving kindness is better than life. Uh huh. My lips shall praise thee. Thus will I bless thee. Thus will I bless thee. While I live. While I, live. I will lift up my hands in thy name. What does it say? I will do what? <laughs> in thy name. I will lift up my hands in thy name. We believe, we believe this, don't we? We do this. Let's lift up our hands. In his name. For he, because he's faithful and just. Hallelujah. He, he's holy and pure and righteous, and he's coming soon after his people. So, saints of God, let, let's live so he won't be ashamed of us to own us. Amen. That's the reason why I say a lot of the time, I don't, I, like Pastor Paul said, I don't want to preach to others and I myself be a castaway. But I want to preach to others and I want to be an example. Good example. Following the word of God, living holy and pure. May God bless you tonight, and, and let's continue to, to be faithful to God. And let's continue to pray for Pastor Venable and Sister Venable, that God will heal Sister Venable. And, and uh, I know what you're talking about coming off of, you know, medicine. Certain medicine, you got to, you know, you, you have to wean, solid wean off. I, I was on medicine, medicine one time, and I had to wean off of it. And, and uh, I, I called a doctor and told me just what to do to wean off, you know that particular medicine. And uh, so let's pray that God would really heal her and strengthen her. And let's pray that, that, that uh, their son, what was his son's name? Alan. <laughs> let's pray that, that Alan will come Sunday. I don't think he promised his daddy, but it, 
he, you know, he, he had to tell him to do something that would cause Pastor Evan to believe that he might come. So let's pray that he'll come. Amen? Amen. We wish he would come, you know, and pray that God will heal him. I, you know, just pray and just God's faithful. God can, how many of y'all know, like I said, let me say this and I'm, I'll be finished. Last Sunday, I told you how that we, we prayed. Um, one of my wife's cousins came over to the house, and a couple more people came over, and we prayed. And, and uh, when we get, when uh, one of the sisters that and she didn't say anything about this while she was there, she had a boil. Maybe I know anybody had a, ever had a boil for a boil. I've had one. They say they gather up all the impurities in your body. That's what they say about it, you know. But anyway, when she got home, it was gone. See, God, God healed her. Amen. God's a healer. Amen. God is a healer. And this morning, we were praying for, for different people here, and we believe in God that God touched and healed because there's nothing hard, too hard for God. There's nothing impossible. May God bless you tonight. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. God is so good.